0: The EP Podcast. Heard everywhere podcasts can be found and always at the eppodcast.com.
1: And we got a big show this Yay! week. We have we, have we have a lot of fun. This is all for you, Hannah.
0: All for me, It's and I'm all so for happy. you. We
1: have a nice little Mardi Gras in Evergreen Park party. And
0: Mardi Gras tonight in New Orleans was postponed because of the rain.
1: The night that we're recording this, it was right. it was postponed in the rain. Yes. But we're having Mardi Gras here yes, we are. in Evergreen Park. And, of course, it's a big week. we got so many things that are going on this week. We've got Fat Tuesday, Ash Wednesday hits, and then we've got Lent. So we've got a lot that we've got to cover today because it's a busy week here in Evergreen Park. So we're going to celebrate Mardi Gras, right? Yes, first and foremost. I've got a local doctor (laughs) that is stopping by here tonight at the party. Because
2: we're going to need one.
1: (laughs) And he is going to tell me all about how nervous you should actually be about the coronavirus and... I'm definitely asking about that because I'm a hypochondriac. But also about like what happens if say like you had a doctor in Evergreen Park and all of a sudden you found out that he may not have vaccinated your children. Which has been like a big story. (laughs) So we're gonna ask about that as well. Look how nervous he is over there. So we're gonna get to that. Okay, we have Reed and Bridget from one of my favorite places to stop in and just kinda hang out cool clouds one of the big evergreen park businesses they are down here celebrating at the party there are people milling about as we sit down here there's king cake we've got popeye's chicken like red like, beans I, and rice, I had dirty rice. I, like it was like we have to have some cajun, cajun food And i was like i guess i'll go to popeye's like i didn't yeah, know where else to go home, so popeyes. i've got that as well there is a lot ahead so are you ready to start the party i am ready let's go It is now time for your EP, Word on the Street, brought to you proudly by Unidad, a Latin kitchen and bar. Remember, happy hour, Tuesday through Friday, 4 until 6. Special pricing on a rotating cocktail and appetizer menu at the bar area. Get over and visit them at 3339 West 95th Street. As you heard on last week's show, Most Holy Redeemer has their trivia night this Saturday, February 29th, $450 $450 for a table you can have up to 10 people at. You must purchase those tickets in advance. St. Bernadette is having their annual St. Patrick and St. Joseph family party Saturday, March 14th, 4 p.m. Mass 5 to 8 p.m. Hot corn beef dinner, music, Cash Bar. Call 708-220-4148 for more information. The Youth Department is also planning a St. Patrick's Day green tasting party Tuesday, March 17th from 3 to 5 p.m. Everything they're going to be eating is going to be green, plus green drinks. Oh, please tell me they have some ecto cooler. It's open to grades 5 through 12 make sure those kids don't miss it the ep podcast was out at several events this past weekend one of them was the evergreen park library sip and sample event one of my favorite events to go to each and every year and if you missed it or you sipped a little bit too much and maybe forgot about it here's what happened what, what's your name sharon weber and uh what did you like best here tonight at the sip and sample?
2: a great community and the, the samples were delicious. The sips were good.
1: What was, was well, but what was the, the best, what was the best? What was the best item? Like, what was the best thing to eat? Like, there had to be something you were oh, like, I yeah, that was tea, good. Oh, Fried rice
2: was. That was good. good stuff. Yeah. Yeah. The music is really great.
1: The yeah. music is good. Everything's really good. Hi, what's your name?
0: Dolores Smith.
1: Hi, Dolores. What was the best thing that you sampled tonight?
0: Happy the scones from the Kate scones? Bradley. The They
1: were good. Yes. What about the sips?
0: I had a. Uh,
1: we had one. Only one sip? Yes. There are I, sips everywhere I, here. There was, there was. My wife has had like 42 sips tonight.
2: <laughs> <laughs> uh, I ate the pasta that Don Morrissey made. was delicious. That was good stuff? Oh, very good.
1: Yeah. Where's that from again? Is that is that the one over at Red Palm? Yes. The Red Palm. The Red Palm stuff. That's good stuff. He okay, did good. that last year, too. I had okay. some of that. some good stuff right there. What, what's your name?
0: Pam Cooper.
1: Okay, so... What did you like best here tonight? What was the best sample you had?
0: Wow, that's a big one. Uh, Probably the pork sandwiches and the... uh
1: Mac and cheese—that was good stuff over there. Yeah, that was that was some good stuff. What about sipping? How many how many sips have we had tonight? <laughs> Enough. <laughs> Enough sips. But I'm good to drive. <laughs> oh, that's good. That's good. Uh, was there a specific one that you liked the best, or a certain station you liked? Um, I probably like the prosecco. Yeah? yeah, that's good stuff. Bubbly. You like the bubbly stuff. What's your name?
0: I still have a accent, but if you wanna take my statement, uh, my name is Donna.
1: That's a wonderful accent. Where's your accent from? Bulgaria. Oh, Bulgaria. It's a beautiful accent yeah, so what did you like the most
0: uh, this evening I like the most the pastry I sample almost everything from the sips I like the uh, the uh, wine that I definitely will uh, buy from Venice processo
1: this table seems like it's having an awful lot of fun over here. <laughs> I don't know how many samples they have but there may have been a few sips what, what are we what are we sipping on tonight?
0: I don't whatever bottle my husband
1: brought <laughs> over.
0: I little
3: red
1: one. what do we got? We know.
2: Hi, Red blend.
1: Some red blends. Okay, so is this your first sip and sample?
2: It
3: is.
1: Okay, and so what did you like the best about them?
3: I like the community part of it. I got to see so many people um, I don't get to see on a regular basis. It was really cool. It's kind
1: of cool. There's like a lot of people, and you bumping into like people that you haven't seen in a while.
2: Yeah, it was amazing. So many friends, and actually my friend right here, we haven't seen each other in probably a year. So it's really, long.
1: and then you just bump into each other at this exactly. thing, huh? We're she's just, using yeah, we're being so she's busy. using she's using that book stack to. Uh, uh, she's, she's making sure that book stack doesn't fall over right now yes yes, yes. so what are, what are we sipping on over here
2: uh Carbell. thank you Carbell. yeah this this guy over here he just brought
1: over a whole bottle for you huh john you're a lifesaver for this well name. i don't know about that i'm just really a humanist yeah you are so, let me, I, i'll pop you off on all right all right john's bringing me some Corbell now john's my new best friend what's your name i'm just a normal mom in the neighborhood okay normal mom in the neighborhood. Who's got a who's got a Corbel in one hand and a red blend in the other one. That's a normal mom yes. in the neighborhood right there. <laughs> and a piece of and a little piece of cheesecake in front of her. Yeah, it's perfect. Oh, oh that's
0: not mine, but I'll take it. Oh but you just got another.
1: Nikki Seidel, how did it go this year? Oh,
4: I think it was our best one yet, It was awesome.
1: I I I, I didn't want to say that to you first. Like, I wanted a way for you to say it, but seriously, I mean, it was packed, and it it just felt like it was bigger than any other time.
4: Um, We had more restaurants represented this year than we have in the past and and again it happens it's a cross section of Evergreen Park there's people here I've known for 30 years and there's people I've just met tonight so that's the best thing about this event
1: Well you're going to love this. I walked around and I said what was your favorite thing and I kept waiting for somebody to say food and everybody kept going it's the community and it's the hanging out with people and I was like oh my gosh Nikki's going to love this. I
4: know because that's <laughs> the whole idea. That's the whole idea of it. That's why we do it every year and we we raise a lot of money for the library, which is a great thing. People what do we get?
1: We get more books?
4: Um, no, this year we're...
1: Sink to Bismarck? <laughs>
4: so you can make your son read it? No. No. This year we're buying um, Makerspace and STEM activities for the teen... Oh, that's yeah, good for the stuff. Teen room. Yeah. Oh, in the teen room. Yeah. In Excellent. The teen room. Yeah, so... Well,
1: congrats on a big night. Well, thank you very much, Chris. You're a big part of it. Does your financial advisor actually take time to listen to you? Is your financial strategy personalized for you and your family? Will your financial advisor be there as your life and financial situation changes? Why worry about those things? When Tom Walsh is nearby, he's your local Edward Jones financial advisor. He works with you, focusing on what's important to you. He uses an established process to create personalized financial strategy and he partners with you to help your strategy stay on track. Listen, families in South Chicagoland have been benefiting from Tom's get-to-know-you approach and do-the-right-thing values for over 18 years. Contact my close personal friend and also a fellow Brother Ice alumni, Tom Walsh. He's your local Edward Jones advisor, located in Mount Greenwood, right outside of the EP at 111th and Kedzie member SIPC. Joining us down here at my 9-foot homemade oak bar in my basement in Evergreen Park. Another guest and it's a first-time forum. Welcome to the bar, Dr. David Beckman. And you're new to Evergreen Park, aren't you?
4: Very new. Yeah? Um, thank you, Chris, for having me. Yeah, we we uh, we started in October, actually. October 2019.
1: And you have a brand new practice, Family First Medical Group uh, located over at 9730 Southwestern Avenue in Suite 225. Uh, you can give them a call, 708 to 7575 and i thought it was funny you're like the first guest that's reached out because they saw one of the ep podcast billboards so now the guy who sells me the billboards would be like you see you see it works some it, guy called you because of the billboard
4: it, it definitely works you didn't look at
1: that and say that's weird
4: i i thought initially i thought what is that what is that ep podcast and then i looked it up and i and i saw okay this is a podcast about the whole town that's interesting let's check it out
1: yeah no i appreciate it so i one of the reasons i brought you in here we'll ask you a couple different questions but uh, i don't know if you saw the news here in evergreen park recently have you seen a little you know you don't want to call it a scandal but there was a guy with a family practice yes and and now the belief is it's a possibility based upon a note that he left behind that some kids didn't get vaccinated. Right. If somebody in the area, because this just happened recently, somebody in the area, somebody listening to this may, would have gone to a, this doctor and was afraid of it, and they come to you. Like, what, how do you handle something like that? I mean, is there yes. like a test? Is there a way you figure all that out?
4: So there, there are some blood tests that you can do to check for immunity to make sure that you've been immunized against certain illnesses. But sometimes you just have to restart the whole vaccine series. Gosh, um, you gotta go get
1: the measles, mumps, and rubella yeah, ones again, some, and all that stuff. So,
4: sometimes you have to redo it. Yeah. Oh yeah. wow. Yeah.
1: Now, now there's certain ones. I know that there's ones that uh, when kids get into teenage years,
4: meningitis right. vaccine, and then there's also uh, Gardasil, which is for HPV. That's right. Yeah.
1: So now, what if you had like a kid who was a teenager? Like, are to those? Is it too late on any of these vaccines? Is there anything where somebody's gonna show up and you're like, ah, you, you're you're past the time to take this?
4: Um, the only the only vaccines where it might be too late or where it doesn't really matter as much are some of the uh, pediatric um, infant vaccines. So things like um, Haemophilus influenza B or um, or pneumococcal pneumonia. Sometimes you don't need to revaccinate there. But with measles, mumps, rubella, meningitis, tetanus, uh, Gardasil, usually there's no issue. You can revaccinate. Okay, yeah. interesting.
1: I, I appreciate you. Let me ask you that question. Now, I'm going to ask you the other question that, of course, I have to ask a doctor when he sits down here. Um, do I look like I have coronavirus and should I be nervous about it? <laughs> <laughs> I you, can't even it, say it without laughing. <laughs> because, like, here's the thing. You tell me if, I, if I'm if missing this. But, it's it, first of all, it's a, it's a tragedy over in China. Yes. But when you look at the sheer number of people in China, and then the sheer number of people in the world, and then the number of people that are infected compared to the number of people that have actually passed away—it's like the flu, basically, right? Am I am I belittling it to call it that? Or is the media using it to make it into something bigger than it is?
4: I believe it's a little bit um, hyped up, more okay. more more than it needs to be. Um, just I, I mean, if you look at influenza, the flu, the the common flu here. There have been four million cases of flu in the U.S. And then when you compare just that. This, just this year. Right. Just this year. And that's
1: the ones that are reported. Because, yes. like, I had a stomach thing and stayed home for two days and I had a fever and then got through it. And that's probably the stomach flu. And I just kind of, I didn't even go to a doctor. I just right. fought my way through the Right. Flu.
4: Yeah. I think with the coronavirus, the problem is that because it's it's in an area where we don't have a lot of access to the doctors and to the information. We just don't know. We don't know a lot about it. But there there have been some uh, some American patients who've been treated with antiviral medication. And they've actually gotten better when they've had the coronavirus. So the question about the people dying in China is, number one, what kind of medical history do they have? And number two, what kind of access to medical care do they have? Are you they know? getting taken care yeah. of the same way they be getting taken exactly. care of over here? Okay. Can you give them IV fluids? Are they dying because they're dehydrated? Are they dying because they're not getting uh, antibiotics? Are they? Do they not have hospital beds? Like, We don't know. Right. We don't know. Exactly. Yeah.
1: All right. Let's get on to something that's not so dire. And <laughs> do you have people who come in? As, I mean, because here's the thing you get these pandemics, or you get these the chance of a pandemic or something that seems yes. scary. I remember I was out in Southern California when SARS happened, I was doing radio in Bakersfield, California. And they actually had a SARS patient in oh, wow. Bakersfield, okay. California. And it happened to be the night that we went to the emergency room because my wife had bad insurance. We were just dating at the time and the only place she could go was an urgent
4: care. Oh, no. And
1: then all of a sudden, like, they come out and they start handing everybody masks. And they oh, like, boy. we have a SARS patient. I just was like, we're leaving. We walked right out the door, because I didn't know what it was. I'm like, well, we're out of here, okay? Yeah. And then for the next three weeks, I was convinced I had SARS. Every sniffle, I'm like, that's SARS, because I'm a hypochondriac. You get people come walking in after they see something on the news and they're like, I think I got this.
4: There are those people. Yep. There are those people. Yeah. Actually, a couple years ago when it was Ebola. Right. Uh, a lot same, of people thought same, they had Ebola. They, people they thought, were knocking on your door. Some people came in and they said, I think I have a Ebola. And I very calmly said, you do not. You're okay. So, <laughs> uh, so it was good. <laughs> You're brand new here in evergreen
1: park we always do a segment called meet the neighbors you stop by here for our mardi gras party this week i appreciate you stopping by make sure you get some king cake lent is coming up a lot of catholics are going to be giving things up as a doctor if there was one thing right now that people do or eat or whatever it is that you would say give this up what would you give up
4: sugary drinks
1: all sugary drinks yes but not just sugar sugary, sugary drinks. drinks sugary drinks sugary drinks
4: your your soda your juice your coffee with sugar your tea with sugar gatorade sugary drink
1: take your coffee and your tea like a man that's right. All right black black <laughs> <laughs> thanks a lot doc
4: thank you very much you've likely heard of
1: core fitness and physical therapy in evergreen park they've even been on the ep podcast before putting me through the paces doing pilates well, now it's time for you to man up. Core Fitness and Physical Therapy is now offering a men's only MAT class Wednesdays, 730 p.m. The class is designed to guide men through the principles of Joseph Pilates MAT work in order to help increase core strength, range of motion, and performance in other fitness activities. Sixteen dollars per class or $140 for a pack of ten. And women? CORE is now offering women's health services specializing in female specific conditions such as incontinence, pre-postnatal care, and pelvic pain. CORE gives you one-on-one care inside of a facility that's much more like a spa than a clinic. Give them a call today, 708-422-0990, or visit corefitnesspt.com. As the EP podcast Mardi Gras Party moves on, I was at another kind of party this past weekend, it was Fantasy Fest. This was the first ever attempt by Evergreen Park to have a Comic Con type event. There were games, Dungeons and Dragons matches, symposiums, vendor tents, and a lot to do. But I'm still looking for the dragon. What's your name, man? Scott. Okay, so you're playing some Dungeons and Dragons. How many uh, how many hours are we in right now at Fantasy Fest with uh, Dungeons and Dragons? How long have you been sitting here? It's about two hours. Two hours. And how many feet has your character moved? Let's see twenty five feet. Probably about a good three hundred maybe? Three hundred feet. It's amazing. It's absolutely <laughs> incredible. Have you seen any dungeons and or dragons yet? We have seen dungeons, we have not found a dragon yet. Wow, that's pretty disappointing. No, dragon. no dragons? Nothing? Have you seen Baby Yoda yet? No. No? Is he in this game? No. Oh well that's disappointing as well. What's up, dude?
3: Um, uh, What's I, your name? My name's Aiden. It's my first time playing.
1: Yeah? What do you think about Dungeons & Dragons?
3: It's kind of really fun.
1: Yeah? Are you are you going to be a dungeon master someday? Yeah. Yeah? And uh, what does it take to be a good dungeon master?
0: Well, it takes a lot of skill and a lot of patience.
1: Right? Good luck to you. I hope you find that dragon. All right, I'm going to come over to the dungeon master real quick. What's your name, man? Oh, Tom. All right, Tom. So you're the dungeon master. It seems that you have, I would say, 87 dice down here of different sizes, Give or take. Uh, several pouches, some dry erase markers, some little pieces you can play with, and I don't know, is that a snot rag? What do you got back here?
4: Oh, uh, we got the, this is the eraser. This is the uh, oh, okay. professional's eraser. You got the
1: dry erase board, which you're doing. So what? where are we at in the adventure so far? How many How many hours have you been leading this quest? This quest
4: specifically, I've been going for uh, two hours. Okay. Uh, they're here, they're, uh, they're looking for some man in a cave. Okay. You no know, classic, good family Look, fun. Looking for a man in a cave.
1: Yep. That's... Is there a dragon eventually? Well, there might be. There There's might... a lot of people wondering to... where the dragon is. When we have to end the game, a dragon might come Dragon out. might show yeah. up. Okay. All right. We got the inside word here. Good luck to you. Oh, thank you. So what what game are we playing here? Wingspan. Wingspan. And what is this game all about? Birds. Is that eggs. <laughs> that's what it's about? Yeah. So is it like a bird watching game or what is it exactly?
4: It's a little bit of a bird watching game, okay. but it's it's a very straightforward, elegant design.
1: Do the birds attack each other? Can you attack somebody with your bird?
4: You don't attack other people, but okay. some birds like Cooper's hawk, Right And they They have green wine over there They do
1: eat other birds Okay So they'll eat other birds Other birds from the deck So what is the objective of the game? The objective is to gain points Okay Numerous
3: different ways of doing it Okay Many paths
4: to victory
1: Okay so it's a point game. It is a yes. point game. It's not a bird-on-bird bird murder game or something like that. This is much less violent than Dungeons & Dragons, is what you're telling me. Yes. Okay, are you enjoying Fantasy Fest? Nice yes. little way to spend Saturday? Yes. What have you uh, What have you checked out here so far besides the bird game?
3: Uh, Happy Salmon. Okay. Happy Salmon's a fun game for the whole yeah. family. And the
1: cosplay. What's your? What's the best cosplay you've seen so far?
3: Uh, oh, probably Poison, Poison, Ivy. Yeah? Poison
1: Ivy. Poison Ivy. Poison Ivy's, Poison Ivy's good. Poison Ivy. I saw the little girl from um, that's eleven on uh, Stranger Things walking around here? No, yeah. I haven't yeah. seen her yet. There was a girl dressed up as Ed. She had an Eggo waffle purse. <laughs> it was awesome. That's the best. Yeah. All right, what's your name?
0: Brianna Mooney.
1: Hi, Brianna. Okay, so you are doing what here? Are you, like, doing a cosplay sim- he symposium here? You're teaching people how to do it? Or what? what is this exactly?
0: We started off doing cosplay chats, introductory things how we got started good places to start on your cosplay journey okay and general like i don't want to say rules it's more like guidelines like hey if you're on a budget try going to a thrift store instead of sewing everything okay or make sure you're comfortable like don't wear shoes that you can't walk all day in
1: what what's good cosplay because I, I i see these things i'm a uh, not a comic-con regular let's just say okay but i see these things and sometimes i'm like i know who that character is and sometimes i'm like i have no idea what that person's dressed as like is it if somebody's trying this at first is it pick whatever you want to be or should you like at least be able to like people should at least recognize who you are right
0: that comes down to we me and my friend natalie we are a cosplay duo known as the casual cosplayers. Okay. And we have done characters that everyone recognizes, such as Harley and Ivy. Right. Very recognizable. But we've also done characters that no one know who we were. We cosplayed characters. Because so she's from boys and Ivy. Yes. I can tell that she's boys and yes. Ivy.
1: You I'm thinking are the penguin? <laughs>
0: Nope. Uh, what are you? I am Zatanna.
1: I don't know what that is.
0: No one knows okay, who she so is. so who is Zatanna? Zatanna is a magic-using hero from DC Comics. Okay. So nobody knows who she is.
1: So is it difficult to do cosplay when nobody knows what it is?
0: It's all about it's okay. enjoying all about, it for yourself. It's all about you. Yeah.
1: All right, cool. So are you enjoying Fantasy Fest? First time ever with this event? You, you like it?
0: Yeah, it, yeah, I think we did a good job yeah. with this. It's going yeah. pretty well, but of course, we learned m- how to do some things yeah. way better next year. Right. But it was a good start, and I think yeah. a lot of people enjoyed their time here. And I think our little committee that started it all, I think this was a success. I think we can do it, it again. It was definitely yeah. a success.
1: Okay, yep. I'm looking forward to next year with us. So <laughs> I, I right. thought I think you'd you be coming it? back. Yeah, I'll come back. Who are you going to dress up as? Uh, me, I'll be podcast man.
0: Hey, Dad. Can we go someplace fun for dinner tonight?
1: Well, I don't want to drive too far, and we're staying in Evergreen Park. And it's got to be someplace I can bring your younger brother, and your mother and I can still get something cold to drink.
0: I want to have seafood tonight. I want to get messy.
1: How about this? I have an idea. We'll go to the Crazy Crab. Yeah. Crazy Crab at 9204 Southwestern Avenue in Evergreen Park is open for lunch and dinner with favorites like fried catfish, shrimp po'boys, lobster rolls, and raw oysters by the half dozen. And then if you wanna get crazy, Pick out some crab legs, snow crab, king crab, blue crabs, lobster tail, mussels, clams, crawfish, shrimp. And then pick your flavors. Lemon pepper, garlic pepper, crazy cajun, or combine all three in the trifecta. And then go for the spice. You can go mild all the way up to crazy hot. Then the crazy crab brings it to your table, and you chow down. Kids, get in the car. We're heading up to 9204 Southwestern Avenue and getting some crazy crab. Yay! And I want to bring in one of our guests here this week, Reed and Bridget. They are from Cool Clouds. Reed has been on the show before. It's Bridget's first time down here at the bar. How are you guys? Good. Thanks for having us. Thank you, Bridget. It's okay. Just lean right in there and just say hello. Yeah.
2: There you go. Hi, how are you? (laughs) Happy to be (laughs) here. just that easy.
1: (laughs) 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 Just that easy. (laughs) Just Just have the conversation. The the microphone will pick up everything. First of all, uh, happy Mardi Gras to you. Reed has his mask on his forehead, but uh, earlier, Bridget was rocking like the full garb.
2: It's getting a little hot. Yeah. It
1: does get a little yeah. hot in yeah. here. Gets a, gets a little, I
2: mean, like yeah. New Orleans heat, maybe.
1: Yeah, yeah. Well, we pumped in the heat. Tell me a little bit about what's going on with you guys, because the last time I had Reed down here, we had a really interesting conversation and you know, you were invitees to the party and I was like, let's get them up here to the microphone. You're a long time business here in Evergreen Park. You have more than just one store, but your main one here is in Evergreen Park. You're from Evergreen. You live in Evergreen. And all of a sudden, everything changed because people got very, very nervous about what you guys sell over there, which are the vaping products.
3: Yeah, so we, uh, since the last time we talked, uh, that was when we were having the lung injury outbreak. Um, right, right. And, you know, as we thought, it was the THC cartridges, and we did
1: lose a lot of people because of bad information, but. Because people thought for some reason that, like, that all of a sudden these people that were having these medical issues was because of the actual vape smoke, and in reality they were using, like, marijuana. Like, you say THC, so the only way to describe it is that they were using, like, these illegal cartridges, and they were sticking them in the vape They
3: were, so, you know, um, but CDC has come out and associated the vitamin E acetate with the lung injury stuff, which is all the illegal product, not what we sell. We want to make sure that we have products that are safe, as safe as they can be, and we're just happy that we're on the other side of that and we're starting to get people back into the store that want to quit smoking cigarettes especially with lent coming up and yeah
1: because that, that's a crazy thing is that it was one of those things where you always have told me this now and we've known each other now for over a year is that you've always told me that you're not in the i want to get you to start vaping business you're in the i want to get you to stop smoking business that's kind of what you do like you you don't you don't sit there and say hey why don't you try out this vape thing like, 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 it's not, like, what you want. Like, if you don't smoke, you're like, I don't, I, you really shouldn't try this, big guy. Like, if you smoke, this is a way to get off of smoking cigarettes. And that's
3: always been a, our foundational principle is to get people off of cigarettes. So, right. There are plenty of people that smoke cigarettes that we can convert to a less harmful alternative we're gonna do that and then we always discourage people that aren't smokers of using these products so. Brid-
1: Bridget and I were talking recently and I uh, after we talked Bridget, I gotta tell you one of the things that like jumped into my mind off our conversation. I got kids, like, in one of the local schools, right? And that's the big concern now. Like, like kids are going to start vaping, okay? I don't want my kid to go anywhere near it. Just for the same reason I wouldn't want him to start smoking. But they have these, like, talks, and I feel like sometimes the person who's giving the talk doesn't know as much about it as you guys when you're more, like, the experts. Wouldn't it be, like...
2: Witness firsthand. Right, so
1: wouldn't it be <laughs> interesting, like, would you guys show up at a place and actually tell the kids, like, these are the dangers of vaping, and this is... Yeah. This is why? it's not like you're like trying to say oh no it's completely safe you're like no no no, kids shouldn't be doing this right i would imagine you're carding when people are walking in and everything like that we
2: card we don't want kids vaping we don't want kids smoking just like they didn't want us smoking when we were in high school right but i think what we came across here um with everybody in the past few months getting scared is that they call everything vape and they don't talk about how there is vape to help People quit smoking, and then there's vape that is weed. Right. It's two separate things. Those are very
1: different things. Those are very separate
2: things. (laughs) I mean...
1: Like, one of one of them, when I was a kid, would have got me yelled at, and one of them, when I was a kid, would have got my butt exactly. kicked. Like, there would have been exactly. completely different punishments when that would have happened.
2: And I did go to the parent forum on vaping at the Evergreen Park High School. Okay. Um, that was in December, I think. Um, there wasn't a huge turnout, but, like... I think that's because a lot of the Evergreen Park parents know that they can come directly to us if they have a question, and we get it all the time.
1: You get people that come walking we, in and they go like, hey, "Hey, I want to know what this is really about and what's going on."
2: And I found this in my kid's room.
1: Oh really? Oh yeah. What oh, is yeah. it? Like, oh, so be... somebody will show up at the store and they'll be like, "This is what," and you guys will tell them. You'll be like, oh, yeah. "This is what he's doing."
2: I'll Absolutely. break it down.
1: Okay, interesting. That's great.
2: I mean, that way, just you as a parent can know what kind of level of anger you
1: (laughs) (laughs) So things are getting better, I would assume, right, Reed? Are are, are you guys feeling a little bit better over there now that people are starting to understand the science behind what's going on and that you're not, like, you know, the the evil enemy that's, you know, putting something horrible out there just for profit? Like, people, things are getting better for you, right?
3: Well, yeah, we've always been really well supported by the people of Evergreen Park. We've been around for a long time. You know, unfortunately, we did lose a lot of people back to cigarettes with the scare, but they're starting to come back, you right. know, that was one of the big things that we actually... So what's
1: the big difference? Like, if I'm smoking a cigarette and I go to vaping, what is the health benefit for me to switch as a person who doesn't smoke? Like, what makes it all of a sudden better for me that I'm like, okay, I want to stop smoking, but I'm having a hard time quitting, but vaping's going to make it better how?
3: So essentially, it's a nicotine replacement. So um, where you get most of the carcinogens, which is what actually causes damage to you, is when you combust tobacco and you have that ignition point where you light something on fire. Okay. Um, So as a non-smoker, it'd be like getting soot, you know, versus just Which is why the something. lungs look terrible when they, show, yeah. when they show like a lung right. of a smoker. That's yeah. Okay. So what we're doing with vapor products is we're not combusting anything. So we are air, creating an aerosol that has the nicotine. So you do get the nicotine In as, your lungs. As, that a smoker needs. Okay. Um, and you're mimicking the action but your carcinogen load is dramatically reduced from a combustible cigarette. So we're essentially taking the action and mimicking it as good as we can so that people have a replacement that's comfortable for them because, you know, quitting smoking is hard and trying to force people to quit smoking has never worked ever. So you need to make sure that people have a, a comfortable first step in, into
1: that. So you guys, your your location again, what's the address, just so everybody knows?
2: 3837 West 95th Street.
1: All right. And, and they've got not only the vape products if you're looking to stop smoking, which is a, an alternative for you to get off of cigarettes, but also, Hannah, they've got your favorite stuff. The what? CBD products.
2: <laughs> That's good stuff. <laughs> really, for anxiety, Hannah, it's wonderful. Anna
1: loves the CBD stuff. I she walks around it. and swears by that stuff. I do. Right? Yeah. For
0: anxiety, or if you, your, your nerves are high. Yeah. You're, you're, you, but you don't get that THC high. You're just calm. You're
1: just a calm you're, Your person. mind
0: is not altered. You're not right. like psychotropic. You're just right. naturally calm.
1: Right. Says says the girl it, with the uh, Mardi Gras mask on and the feathers around her neck. You're like a spokesperson.
2: (laughs) 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 Come do CBD,
0: y'all!
1: Hannah, once Mardi Gras is over, I know, Lent begins, right? Mm. And if you're Catholic and you're observing, you have to eat no meat on Wednesday, Ash Wednesday, of course, and then all the Fridays. And I have been invited over with my lovely wife. We're going over the Red Palm this Wednesday. They're starting their fish fry. So they're doing it on Ash Wednesday, Mm. and then they've got the fish fry every Friday that they're going to be doing the full... So I'm going to try it out on Wednesday. I'll be there. Mike Nix invited us over. We're going to try out the whole fish fry. We'll give you a report next week on how it is. Hold on. Oh, that's bad. This, I'm drinking this thing out of a Paddle O'Brien's glass. This but is the most disgusting hurricane and I've ever added, had in my life. You haven't drank like
2: that. No, I'm, I'm, like,
1: I'm like sipping this thing. Because first, I got the hurricane mix from Binnie's. Right. Because I didn't want to go out and spend the time to put like all the different ingredients together because it's, it's, it's very it's complicated. It's
2: labor intensive to make yeah, a hurricane Yeah, and I'm like, I'll stretch. just get yeah. the hurricane
1: mix. This is like, it's thick. It's like I'm drinking syrup.
2: Now, if you want and I to
1: just go, keep go adding rum on to it Bourbon
0: Street, this is what they pour you. Oh. Now, if you go to Pat O'Brien's, they have their own hurricane mix, their own special recipe. So you're yes. gonna get a higher quality, yeah. But
2: up oh.
1: here,
0: they're just gonna sell the corn syrup bottled. Stuff.
1: I'm gonna get diabetes drinking this.
0: But you'll get drunk too. The, the,
1: the, as long as I keep <laughs> putting rum into it. Dear God, it's like I like I this I keep trying to. This is pretty much ju- what you get on Bourbon Street. I keep Street trying though. to justify so this is how bad it tastes, and then I just keep adding rum. Like okay, well we're gonna finish it now. Yeah. like this is what my goal has been the entire show. Well, when you show. when
0: you made it originally, you put like you know one part mix and half part rum, pretty much. Could have been the other way around. Really? <laughs> Mostly rum? Yeah.
1: I should have just filled this thing with rum. Yes. Oh, pass the rum down. <laughs> show is gonna end. I might as well. I might as well try your theory. <laughs> now that we're at the end of the show, just. Just pour a bunch of rum in here. Let's see what happens. Another show is wrapped up. Another show's in the books. Another show is wrapped up. And then by the looks, it's going to be a good one. And we'll see you next week. And the nudist basement. And the nudist basement.
3: Another show is wrapped up. Another show is wrapped up. Another show is wrapped up. And it's in the books. Another show is wrapped up. Another show
2: is wrapped up. And by the looks, it's gonna be a good one. The is Basement. Broadcast.
1: Basement. The Newt is Basement. The Broad Basement.
0: Launcher. The EP Podcast. Heard everywhere podcasts can be found. And always at the EPPodcast.com.